association with uh, CUNY, with uh, Lehman College, and twice Poet Laureate of the United States. Right here. Ordinarily, when the Poet Laureate enters the room, the audience would rise and <laughs> look down at the floor and avert your eyes until he is behind the podium. But Billy asked us to not days. do that this yeah. evening. So, But more important, he is, um, he is a poet who has written very elegant and humorous poems at a time when humor is very suspect in poetry. And uh, to be a writer of light verse is a curse of death. <laughs> He's been very funny in a profession that doesn't necessarily regard humor highly. And most important of all, he has written so many poems that people remember years Afterward, and his poem about making a lanyard at camp is one that he did on uh, my show, and hundreds of people have mentioned it to me ever since. And so it's no wonder that he is uh, today the most popular reader of poetry, specifically his own poems across Exclusive, across the country. Exclusively, my exclusively your own. Across the country, so can I say something about you now? Well, I'm, well oh, sure. we—he's uh, <laughs> younger than I am, so we got just a, a pup. And uh, but we've decided to introduce each other, and I have an easier task since uh, he needs less introduction than I do, and is more recognizable. Uh, he's an amazingly recognizable face for someone who's on the radio. Does any of that's. <laughs> <laughs> that in itself is an amazing accomplishment. Um, and uh, I, I, uh, I do think um, that Garrison has done more for poetry than just about anybody else. I mean, he, I think poetry is, is perfectly uh, designed for the radio. Uh, I've never seen the benefit of watching someone's head on television while they said a poem. That's never added to the experience for me. But a um, because poetry is sort of a voice from nowhere, it does have it does fit the radio very well and also radio can kind of ambush you. I never know when the writer's almanac is coming on. I can't keep track of that. So I'm always surprised when it does, and so uh, then uh, and if it does, and uh, and to have a poem pop out of your car radio or or enter your kitchen unexpectedly, I think is the way poet has a, the suddenness and the kind of jack in the box uh, sense of surprise that that poetry should have. And um, I think bringing poetry to an audience of, you know, if you if you give a reading in a coffee shop, you're reading to 15 people, all of whom are poets. But uh, but he's reading to two million people, uh, or something like that, right? So I um, so I don't need to say much about him. I think he's got a movie coming out now, which will make his face even more. Well known, and um, at first, I, when I heard that he was putting out an anthology just 
<clears throat> around the same time my Poetry 180 anthology came out, I thought, why doesn't he stick to his radio show? <laughs> you know, hasn't he got enough going for himself? And so even though I don't think we're really going to have a duel because we agree largely on what constitutes good poetry, um, if you check our numbers on Amazon, we are dueling there, and uh, and he seems to be beating the pants off no, me. But, no, 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 no. Um, at any rate, so that's enough self-effacement. And... Uh, <clears throat> From me, anyway. You might hear more from Garrison. Uh, I love anthologies, and, uh, and and I think they are great and useful works. They're, they're so they're so welcoming to 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 the reader. You can you can pick them up. You don't even need to buy them. You just stand in a bookstore and lean against a counter and 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 you can graze through it and 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 read a little bit a novel you have to almost get special equipment to uh, <laughs> to attack a novel you really you really well, have a novelist to. is someone who uh, you know lives in your guest room for a couple of weeks uh, a poet just kind of appears at the window and says something remarkable and then Rides off, so there's that. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. that quality. Poets are more like the Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> come to the door. They're there. Right. They They're always coming you. through the wrong door. Too. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, with a with a novel, you know that there are going to be long passages, long dry spells, long flat. Places and what do you do then? Um, some people skip over them; other people plow through them. I pretty much put the book down at that point. But uh, but but with an anthology of poems, any kind of poems, um, you know, you can you can just gloss through and uh, and and find something. I like to define poetry as uh, as opposed to prose. And I was having an argument with a prose writer once, and I just summed it up by saying that poetry is a bird and prose is a potato. That's what I was. <laughs> All right. But why not... Here's Maybe a poem. Like Let me to read, read you a poem. poem just by way of illustration. All right. This is a poem, and one thing that makes this a poem, I think, is is the fact that it has a it has a cadence, it has a cadence of speech, and as I look at this and read it, I wouldn't know how to make any change in it or turn it around. It's called the Benefits of Ignorance. It's by the poet laureate of Queens. Hal Sirovitz. If ignorance is bliss, Father said, shouldn't you be looking blissful? You should check to see if you have the right kind of ignorance. If you're not getting the benefits that most people get from acting stupid, then you should go back to what you always were, being too smart for your own good. I, ha I started my uh, 
Poetry 180 program as a poet as a program for high school students when I was poet laureate. And I wanted uh, the idea was to set up a website, which I did, that had 180 poems on it, and then uh, to encourage high school teachers to have a poem read every day of the school year, not to be studied or, or tested on, but just to hear before class. And um, because of that, the original website had a number of poems about school and about uh, class and about being a teenager. Um, so I'd like to read this one by a Canadian poet, Tom Wayman. And the title of his poem is a, a question that you should never, ever, ever ask a teacher. And the question is, did I miss anything? <laughs> the question is so insulting and unanswerable that Tom Wayman gives a number of false answers before he gives what I take to be his true answer. Did I miss anything? Nothing. When we realized you weren't here, we sat with our hands folded on our desks in silence for the full two hours. Everything. I gave an exam worth 40% of the grade for this term and assigned some reading due today on which I'm about to hand out a quiz worth 50%. Nothing. None of the content of this course has value or meaning. Take as many days off as you like. Any activities we undertake as a class, I assure you, will not matter to me or to you and are without purpose. Everything. A few minutes after we began last time, a shaft of light suddenly descended, and an angel or other heavenly being appeared and revealed to us what...